0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Serendipity Girl. I'm your host, Colleen, and I am on a quest to discover, serendipitously, things that I can think on that are not only true, but also honorable, just, right, excellent, and worthy of praise. I'm so glad you've joined me, and as I sit here in my car, after working out, doing Zumba, which I absolutely love, highly recommend it, I came across two verses in the Bible, and I might as well go ahead and say it right now. I'm a Jesus girl, and I'm all about discovering things that are good, and the good God Who is behind everything that is good. In fact, He is so good that He takes the bad and the ugly. And He turns that into good. What a good God that is. So, join me as we do a little pit stop. As whatever you're doing, um, whatever this podcast finds you doing, I am honored And grateful that you have tuned in and I want to be respectful of your time so I am going for a short pit stop here I know I can hear y'all laughing but as you hear the sounds of the rain that in itself is God's faithfulness because where would we be without rain you know the Sun is great I love living in the south in the good old USA And hello, by the way, to all my listeners, not only in the USA, but also in the UK, tally-ho. And also to those of you in Canada, it's a great day, eh? And you may be wondering, well, what's this all about? And I'm trying to get to that. And guten Tag, or guten Abend, uh, whatever time it is for those of you in the fair land of Deutschland. And so, where was I? I was talking about the rain, and there's the thunder, and... I'm so glad I'm in my car. You know, when I was a kid, I used to go out into a very large dog house because we had a big collie. Uh, The show Lassie, and I'm dating myself here as to how old this show is, was on and uh, we just had a dog that looked just like Lassie. And a beautiful collie dog with long hair that I had to brush a lot. That was my job. And um, we loved our dog Prince and where was I going with that? <laughs> I have no idea. This is terrible. As the rain picks up, I'm like going, what's going on? But oh, yes, it comes back to me. I was always fond of when a good storm came. Sometimes I'd go and sit on our back porch, which was screened, but sometimes I would go and sit literally in the dog house. Now the dog was in the house But I would sit in the doghouse and it's like I was trying to get as close as possible to the rain and hear the thunder and see the lightning. And perhaps it was not the safest place for me to be, (laughs) but I'm still here. Thank you, Lord. And um, so I love a good rainstorm. And without the rain, of course, you know, we don't have the water that we need and we don't have the uh, plants they need the water to grow, so maybe you're having a rainy day, not only in the rain, but maybe your life is a little rainy right now, so I hope that what I'm about to share with you will be a source of encouragement to you, and I sure hope you can hear this. (laughs) You think someone doesn't want you to hear this? Hmm, I'm getting as close to the mic as I can. Okay, Psalm 59. Wow, we're in for a doozy here. Okay, well, we'll see how this uh, transmits. But Psalm 59, I was listening on the version Bible app. It's Y-O-U version. And the icon says, Holy Bible. I'm going to ask God, hey, God, Lord, could you just maybe lessen the rain just right around my car so that they can hear what I'm trying to say? If you don't, that's fine. We'll see what happens. Okay. I came across in my one-year Bible... Psalm 59. Now, what I love about this one-year Bible plan that is on the you version is that... Oh, and it's getting more. <laughs> now, Lord, you're going the wrong way here. <laughs> oh, well. Um, what I love about the one-year Bible is that they give you an Old Testament passage, a New Testament passage, and then a Psalm and a Proverb, a little bit of everything. Uh, really great when you're going through dry books like Leviticus, and they're into things like A woman's uncleanliness for seven days. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of like, okay Lord, I'm sure there's a good reason that's in the Bible, but I really need a Psalm about now. So this is what I heard. Let's see if you can hear it. Okay, and my phone, I love my iPhone, but it's so good about being safe that I have to keep tapping back into it because it keeps shutting me out. Okay, Psalm 59, this is what the Psalmist says. He says, but as for me, I will sing about your power. Each morning, I will sing with joy about your unfailing love. For you have been my refuge, a place of safety when I am in distress. Oh, my strength, to you I sing praises for you, oh God are my refuge, the God who shows me unfailing love. Wow. Psalm 59, verses 16 and 17. So much is packed into those two, and I'm just going to cover them quickly. He says, but as for me, so obviously there's some people around him that are not following this rule of life, but we don't take our cue from those around us. If we're Christians, we march to a different drumbeat. We follow Jesus because he's the one who holds eternal life and truth in his hands. He is the truth. He is the way. He is the life. There is no way other than him, I know that sounds really exclusive, but you will have to take that up with Jesus because he is the one who said it in John five verse twenty four It's not me being exclusive. don't shoot the messenger if you're of a another religious persuasion. It's okay if you're offended, but I don't care if you're offended with me, but the one that's really offending you. And he said that he would offend some people, especially if they're not going the right way. So take this as a wake up call. Maybe God loves you enough that he wants to turn you around. Maybe you're going the wrong way. And he says in John 5, verse 24, I am the way, not one of the ways to heaven, not one of the ways to forgiveness, but the way. So if you're not a Jesus girl or a Jesus guy, According to Jesus, you're not going the right way. And in love, if we saw somebody driving down the road and they were going the wrong way, and we knew that it was only a matter of time before they headed towards destruction, wouldn't we do everything we could to tell them, Hey, you're going the wrong way. So Jesus says, I am the way and the truth. That means that outside of the Bible, and again, I'm not the one who said this. It is God himself that says, that the 66 books of the Bible, as we know it, and some of you have some extra ones, I know Catholics uh, have a few extra books, um, you know, but Jesus said that this is his word. Not, not the Quran, not any of the other books, not the Book of Mormon, sorry, I know I'm stepping on toes, and I'm sorry, but not the Book of Mormon, because that Jesus is not the real Jesus. He's kind of like a generic Coca-Cola. It is not the real thing. They have done something to it that is just not right, and it makes me sad, because there's so many wonderful people who were attracted to the Mormon church, because they kind of act like they're Christians, but dudes, they got this whole Book of Mormon thing going on, and... Yeah, let's just go with the thought that maybe God wasn't finished yet and He waited 1,800 years to give us the rest of the truth. Let's just go with that. I don't believe that for a minute, but let's just go with that. Okay, then tell me how come the Book of Mormon contradicts the Bible. And tell me why the Pearl of Great Price, which is a book that the Mormon missionaries know about, and they've read it. I've actually opened it up at a half-price bookstore in Austin, Texas, and it said That salvation is by works. Oh, hello. That's an alarm right there. That's an alarm. Because Jesus died on the cross. He was not a man who became God. And that's what they teach. He was a God who adopted a human form without ceasing to be God. Let's get it straight. As Jesus is, we one day will be. No, we will never be deity. Ever. And Satan is the one propagating that, because he's still trying to be deity. So now that I've stepped on a lot of toes, I hope you will stay with me, because this this Bible verse is really great. But I'm just telling you that Jesus says in 524 that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. That means if you're not following him, you're going the wrong way, you're believing lies, lies that Satan is propagating. I don't blame people. They're just being the mouthpiece, like a megaphone. I'm not going to get upset at people for believing lies, Because until God shows you the truth, we all believe lies. And I have lies, and I believe even now that God has to shine the truth of His Word, which is why it's so important. But don't take my word for it. Read the Bible. Read the book of John, and you will see for yourself what God has to say. So. And this is why my pit stops always turn into picnic stops. <laughs> You're like, well, if I knew she was going to talk this long, I would have grabbed a sandwich and some chips and a Coca-Cola. So, sorry, I narrate books. I'm on Audible. And um look me up sometime if you get bored. Colleen Weaver. And um I do obviously this podcast, but I have so many words that during COVID I had to do something. So I had no one to talk to. (laughs) I mean, I had my husband, but I mean, he can only take so many words, right? And um, bless his heart (laughs) for 33 years, bless his heart. But anyway, um, I like accents. All that is to say I like accents. So let's get back to what God says. Okay look up Psalm 59 verses 16 and 17. Now I am drawing on the new living translation and they're calling it a translation. It is new to me, but I like the freshness of it because I've read these verses in different versions, but I really like what the NLT says in this. And I'll have to check it out and make sure that, you know, they don't say weird things elsewhere, but, um, I do like what they say here. I have no problem with it. Um, but ask for me. Forget those other people. I will sing about your power. Whose power? My power? I got this. Do I, do I got this? No, I don't got this. I never, I never had this. And if I had this, I don't know what I did with this. So when people say, you got this, I say, you got this because God's got this and God's got you. That's what I say. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me through Christ, Philippians four thirteen. but on my own, I ain't got this. No, 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 no. I saw something funny that said, um, I can never get all my ducks in a row. In fact, I think one of them is a pigeon. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I mean, that's, that's me. I'm spending all my time trying to get my ducks in a row and then I find out, oh, you're not even a duck, you're a pigeon. So anyway, let's get back to God's word. Okay. This is our takeaway, and we're going to end this pit stop on what God has to say. But as for me, as for me, I choose. I will sing about what? My power? No. Your power, God. I'm going to sing about God's power. So number one, God's power. Unlimited power. Because God himself has no limitations. Whoa. No limitations. Number two, each morning when you first wake up, before you get your coffee. hmm. Okay, maybe you have to get your coffee or your tea. I will sing. And what are we going to sing about? I'm going to sing with joy. Whoa, that's a tall order. When you first wake up each morning, I will sing with joy about what? Your power? Well, that works too. But he says now, number two, your unfailing love. So we are singing about God's power and while we're singing with joy, get that, he adds the words with joy, about his un. Failing love, I believe the Hebrew word there is chesed, chesed, h-e-s-e-d, which is also translated your loving kindness, your mercies, as in Lamentation 3, when we talk about his mercies and his faithfulness. It's all of that stuff. It's all that stuff that he gives those who do not deserve it. That's what makes him so cool. You put your trust in Jesus. And you get all of the stuff you don't deserve. In fact, the fact that He died for you and me totally don't deserve that. Never can, never will. That beats works to pieces. So if you're trying to work yourself into a holy God forgiving you, oh, just stop it. Stop it now. So, what else? Besides God's power, besides His unfailing love, you have been my refuge. Whoa. Do you ever need a refuge? I know I do. I know I do. And this is a place of safety. We need to feel safe, don't we? And sometimes we don't feel so safe in life. We don't feel so safe in relationships. Things go wrong. Things happen. Sometimes we do it. Sometimes others do it. Sometimes in our hurt because somebody hurt us, we start hurting back. So life doesn't feel too safe sometimes. But not only is God our power source... And he gives us himself. And he's the one that has the power. He doesn't just say, oh, take my power and just go off and do whatever. I am convinced more and more, the longer I live, that like Jesus told me, March 23rd, 1983 at Camp Vero Beach, which was from First Baptist Church, Atlanta. I stayed back from the beach and God told me, hey, you are trying to live the Christian life in your own strength. Why don't you just give it all to me? And let me live my life through you. Next to my salvation date in 1976 when I was 13, when I was 20, after seven years of stumbling and trying to live the Christian life and making it all about trying to be perfect, because that's all I ever knew, was trying to be perfect, to please people, my parents, my teachers, uh, friends, quote unquote. Um, I tried to be perfect imagine how frustrating that was. And I had applied that to my Christian life. I am more and more convinced that we cannot live the Christian life in our own strength. In fact, we were never designed to. You cannot live, this is a bold statement, you cannot live the Christian life before you are saved. And guess what? You can't live the Christian life after you're saved. And you're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What, what blasphemy is this? No, hang on. Let me explain. God told me that day, and I, I believe that Scripture backs it up. Philippians 4.13 backs it up. We can do all things that he calls us to do through Christ. It's not like he just gives you his power and says, Well, good luck with that. Call me when you need me. And then when we fail and fall and all that, we come running back to him. No. He has His indwelling Holy Spirit. And when Jesus said to me through his Spirit that day... As I stood in a camp, instead of going to the beach with all my friends and making the scene with the hot guys, I'm back here by myself with mosquitoes and the larger-than-life palmetto bugs and roaches and all of that and, um, you know, whatever else is hanging around in South Florida. (laughs) And it's hot. (laughs) It's really hot. And um, God's telling me, why don't you just stop trying to live the Christian life in your own strength? Philippians 4.13. Why don't you just give it all to me, Romans 12, and let me live my life through you. We are like aqueducts in Roman times. They weren't the water. The Roman aqueducts were merely the means by which the water moved from one place to another. You were not the water. And you cannot live the Christian life in your own strength. So stop trying. We're meant to surrender ourselves as living sacrifices, meaning we can choose at any moment to say, no, I think I want to run the show. I think I know better than you, God. I think I'm going to be Lord for the next hour because I don't like what you're doing with this situation. I don't trust you on this one. Oh, I trust you for everything else, but not this one. I've got this one, Lord. And then we go down in glorious flames, go crawling back and go, God, that was a mess. And he's like, uh, yeah. It, it, that that was a mess. And you dragged me through that mess. And, um, you know, he's such a gentleman. He's not going to force himself. And then we have to go back. And, and I, I really wish he wouldn't have made us living sacrifices. Because I can crawl off the altar of surrendering myself to him. But as you surrender yourself to him... He fills you with His Holy Spirit, and He controls you. That's why He says, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then His fruit of His Holy Spirit is emanating through you. You are the bowl. You and I are the bowl. We aren't the fruit. The fruit, we, we display His fruit as He lives through us, as we let Him control our thoughts and control our words and our actions. That's how it works. But we always have the choice. We're not puppets. We always have a choice. And sometimes I wish we didn't because I choose wrongly sometimes. But back to this scripture. Not only is God our power, not only is he the one who gives us unfailing love, not only is he our refuge, a place of safety when we're in distress, but he's also our strength. Again, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But he says, oh, my strength. See, the strength is coming from God. To you, I sing praises. So now we're singing, we're singing, we're singing with joy and we're singing praises. That's a great way to start your morning. Um, turn on some worship music when you first get up. It will help steer your thoughts in the right direction. There's great apps. Pandora, put in your favorite Christian artist and it'll just keep spinning all day. Um, for you, oh God, here's another one. You're my refuge. And then he, he repeats that. You notice how he repeats, you are my refuge, the God who shows me unfailing love. There's two things that he wants you to know so much that he repeated them in two verses because he wants to make sure you and I get it. You have been my refuge. You are my refuge. You have been my refuge. And then he says, you are my refuge and he will be. Our refuge forevermore because he never dies and he never changes. And he's always with us. Always. He says, I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. Hebrews 13, 5. And sometimes the psalmist felt like the way we do in Psalm 13, one of my go-tos, and he just poured his heart out to God and said, I just feel like you've left me. I feel like you've left me. You've abandoned me. I feel like you've rejected me. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like everything you say, everything I'm feeling is opposite of that, Lord. Wise. He goes to God. He doesn't go to other people. He goes directly to God first, and he gives him the raw cut, the raw footage of how he feels, and it doesn't line up with scripture, and he knows that. But he lays it down. Isn't God good? We can come to him. Or that verse, that passage would not be in the Bible. We can come to God. We can run boldly, like it says in Hebrews, to a high priest, Jesus, who gets us and understands and sympathizes with how we feel. That was one of the things with him being on this earth. He wanted us to see. I have lived your, I have lived your life. I have lived on this earth. I know how bad it can be at times. I know how good it can be, and I know how bad it can be sometimes. And so I get it. So that's why we can come to him. But he wants us to know in these two verses, Psalm 59, verses 16 and 17, two things he wants us to know, and he repeats them, that he is our refuge and he shows us and will always show us unfailing love. So praise Jesus because he is your power. He is one who shows you unfailing love. He is your refuge. He is your safety. He is your strength. And again, He shows you unfailing love. That's your identity if you will put your faith and trust in Jesus and what He's done for you on the cross. And the simplest way to just say it, because the words don't matter because He knows your heart. And He's drawing you. If you have any desire right now and you've never asked Jesus to save you, it's really not us asking. It's Him extending His hand to you. Look it up. John chapter 6. You can't even come to Him. You can't even desire Him. You can't even want to put faith in Him unless He has first drawn you and given you the faith to do that. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. That's from Hebrews. I want to say chapter 11. But it's real simple. You can just come to Him and say, Jesus, I believe you're God. I believe your Savior, your Lord, and I am a sinner. I think, say, and do things that I just should not do that hurt other people, that hurt me, that offend you. And then at times I don't think or say or do things that you want me to do. And that's just as bad. And I cannot work my way out of this jam. I'm spiritually dead apart from you because of Adam and Eve. I just need you to save me. Would you save me and show me how to follow you? Give me a new heart. I want to spend the rest of this life with you. And I want to spend all of eternity with you. Finding out who I am in you. Would you just save me? I promise you, if you say something like that, it's not the words. But if it's the desire of your heart, if you just look up to Jesus and say, help, he can translate that. I just gave you a model, an example. But there's a reason there's no salvation prayer in the Bible because it doesn't come down to praying the perfect prayer. Believe me, I tried for seven years. And I, if you've ever experienced salvation doubts, just stop asking Jesus to do for you what he has already done. It hurts him and it hurts you. When he comes, he comes to stay. And you don't have to beg him to save you. That's why he came. He proved his love for you when he died on the cross. So this is Serendipity Girl. And yeah, once again, it's gone longer. But if any of this resonates with you, then I'm happy. And I'm supposed to be recording an audiobook right now. So I'm going to head home and trust God for the time. It's called Scars. It's by an author named Linda K the initial K, Rodante, R-O-D-A-N-T-E. Check out the three books that I've done for her. The first one's called Warrior. Then there's Roar, as in a lion's roar. And then there's Fire. Like, don't yell fire, but, you know, if there was a fire, what you would yell. So she really does a great job. It's Christian romantic suspense. It's got a little romance, which I love. It's got a little suspense. Um... And it is chock full of wonderful scriptures, and I did these three books for her, and now I'm doing book four, and she's writing book five. We'll see what happens with that one. Um, Maybe I can narrate that one. We'll see. But um, I don't want to presume, but um, go check it out. And um, if you're a fan of this podcast, tell a friend. I'm not into just numbers, but I do want it to bless whoever the Lord wants it to bless. Because it's all about him. And he's got to become more. And I've got to become less. So when I die, I just want people to say, you know, she really loved Jesus. She wasn't perfect. We could tell stories all day long. Good, bad, and ugly. But, you know, she loved Jesus. And I think she loved people. Uh, You know what? If when I go to be with the Lord, y'all say that about me. Somebody says that about me. I will be like, woohoo, but I'm really listen. I'm really listening for the well done. And when I see the Lord, I-, I hope he says to me, well done, good and faithful servant. You told people about me and you, you tried to let me live my life through you. You didn't do it perfectly, but I'm perfect. And I lived my perfect life through you, even if it wasn't perfectly, because, you know, I blow it. So, if you want to join my Facebook group, I would love to hear about you and where you're from and something that resonates with you. If you have any questions, if I can pray for you. I'm on the prayer team at church. I love to pray for people and um, just would love to be there for you, but just would love to hear from people from around the world. Believe me, I just went on a cruise and everybody on the crew can verify. I spent more time talking to the crew, I think, I mean, I was with my family, don't get me wrong, but I had the best time talking to all these people from all over the world. Can't wait to go back. Transatlantic, more time to talk to people. It's awesome. So anyway, have a wonderful serendipitous day, and I hope to see you guys on Facebook. And if I can be of any assistance, just contact me on Facebook, either by direct message or leave it on the Facebook group page, Serendipity Girl Podcast Lovers, and go check out Warrior. If finances are a problem, I have a few promo codes. You can DM me on Facebook and say, hey, I would love to check out Warrior, but do you have any free promo codes? Because that's what they're there for. And then just go out and leave a review. Hopefully it's not like, oh, I hate it. It's terrible. It sucks. But um, there I go again with an accent. So anyway, <laughs> y'all have a wonderful serendipitous day. Ta-ta.